0: Today is the 4th of July, 2023. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to share in a regular rhythm of worship and devotion together. To our friends and listeners in the US, I hope you have a great Independence Day. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, there is the Walking the Way prayer book and today's script, which you can download. The links are in the episode notes. And if you'd like support Walking the Way or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to raybar.co.uk. Links to everything, including our 100,000 download giveaway, are in the episode notes. So let's start our next leg of Walking the Way. Let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray, shall we? Have any Father, Lord God, We ask you to bless us, for we want to be your children and nothing else, really, Lord. We want to have our joy and delight in knowing that we know you and that we belong to you, because you are the Almighty God who began and will complete our redemption through Jesus Christ our Saviour. Bless your word in us, Lord. Give us courage because we know ultimately, Lord, that your name will be honoured and that your kingdom will come. As surely as the earth endures, everything will happen in accordance to your will, on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Leviticus 27, verse 8b The priest will set a value for him, according to what the one making the vow can afford. I remember many years ago, we had a conversation at one of our church leadership meetings about how much it costs to actually have a church service. And we asked how much it would cost church members for the Sunday service if we were to charge them. We worked out then, so this was back in 2012, I believe it was, that it would cost each church member about £3.50, which at the time, in around 2012, was the price of a venti latte from Starbucks. Now, for most people, that's a large. At which point, someone on the church leadership team asked, but would it be good value for money? And we really struggled to answer that question. Anyway, this morning I did a quick Back of a postcard calculation, and I worked out that that would probably be closer to £7.50 for a church of the equivalent size. But the question is is it still good value for money? Now, before someone shoots me for asking if a church service is good value for money, I don't actually think it can have a monetary value. But I do think it's worth asking the question how much do you value your local church? Because there is a financial implication in that question. Most pastors are uncomfortable talking about money in church. There are some that seem to do really well at it, and there are some that kind of really revel in asking for it. But the majority of pastors really struggle saying to congregation members, look, folks, you need to pay. But unfortunately, it is an important question, because so many churches have had to close because they simply could not afford to keep going. Uh, Recently, in my neck of the woods, a church had to close because it couldn't afford the repairs to the building. So, I would ask you to have a look at how much you give to your church each week or each month. If you tithe, brilliant, many can't. But if you don't tithe, or you haven't looked at how much you actually give to your church in ages, so you've set up a standing order, or your bank pays it for you, or it's a direct debit, and it's just the same old, same old, same old for the last 25-odd years? Have a look at it, and ask yourself the question, could you increase the amount you give? And if so, by how much? Because I do believe, and I do think, that the amount we give to our local churches actually indicates how much we value it. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center ourselves in God, And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, we finish the book of Leviticus as we read chapter 27. Thank you. Heavenly Father, as we approach your word, help us to hear it with wisdom and respond to it with grace. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Holman Christian Standard Bible, and today I'm reading Leviticus chapter 27. The Lord spoke to Moses. Speak to the Israelites and tell them when someone makes a special vow to the Lord that involves the assessment of people. If the assessment concerns a male from 20 to 60 years old, your assessment is 50 silver shackles measured by the standard sanctuary shackle. If the person is a female your assessment is 30 shekels. If the person is from 5 to 20 years old your assessment for a male is 20 shekels and for a female 10 shekels. If the person is from 1 month to 5 years old your assessment for a male is 5 silver shekels and for a female your assessment is 3 shekels of silver. If the person is 60 years or more your assessment is 15 shekels for a male and ten shekels for a female. But if one is too poor to pay the assessment, he must present the person before the priest, and the priest will set a value for him. The priest will set a value for him according to what the one making the vow can afford. If the vow involves one of the animals that may be bought as an offering to the Lord, any of these he gives the Lord will be holy. He may not replace it or make a substitute for it, either good for bad or bad for good. But if he does substitute one animal for another, both the animal and its substitute will be holy. If the vow involves any of the unclean animals that may not be bought as an offering to the Lord, the animal must be presented before the priest. The priest will set its value, whether high or low. The price will be set as the priest makes the assessment for you. If the one who bought it decides to redeem it, he must add a fifth to the assessed value. When a man consecrates his house as holy to the Lord, the priest will assess its value, whether high or low. The price will stand just as the priest assesses it. But if the one who consecrated his house redeems it, he must add a fifth to the assessed value, and it will be his. If a man consecrates the Lord any part of a field that he possesses, your assessment of value will be proportional to the seed needed to sow it at the rate of 50 silver shekels for each 5 bushels of barley seed. If he consecrates his field during the year of Jubilee, the price will stand according to your assessment. But if he consecrates the fields after the Jubilee, the priest will calculate the price for him in proportion to the years left until the next year of Jubilee, so that your assessment will be reduced. If the one who consecrated the fields decides to redeem it, he must add a fifth to the assessed value and the field will transfer back to him. But if he does not redeem the field, or if he has sold it to another man, it is no longer redeemable. When the field is released in the Jubilee, it will be holy to the Lord like a field permanently set apart. It becomes the priest's property. If a person consecrates to the Lord a field he has purchased that is not part of his inherited landholding, then the priest will calculate for him the amount of the assessment up to the year of Jubilee. And the person will pay the assessed value on the day as a holy offering to the Lord. In the year of Jubilee, the field will return to the one he bought it from, the original owner. All your assessed values will be measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, twenty geros to the shekel. But no one can consecrate a firstborn of the livestock, whether an animal from the herd or flock, to the Lord, because a firstborn already belongs to the Lord. If it is one of the unclean livestock, it must be ransomed according to your assessment by adding a fifth of its value to it. If it is not redeemed, it can be sold according to your assessment. Nothing that a man permanently sets apart to the Lord from all he owns, whether a person, an animal, or his inherited landholding, can be sold or redeemed. Everything set apart is especially holy to the Lord. No person who has been set apart for destruction is to be ransomed. He must be put to death. Every tenth of the land's produce, grain from the soil or fruit from the trees, belongs to the Lord. It is holy to the Lord. If a man decides to redeem any part of this tenth, he must add a fifth to its value. Every tenth animal from herd or flock which passes under the shepherd's rod will be holy to the Lord. He is not to inspect whether it is good or bad, and he is not to make a substitution for it. But if he does make a substitution, Both the animal and its substitutes will be holy. They cannot be redeemed. These are the commands the Lord gave Moses for the Israelites on Mount Sinai. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about some of those words that we've read in Leviticus. And after the music, as always, we're going to pray. before we pray, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, drop us a line through the usual channels. The links are all in the episode notes. We'd love to be able to pray for you and just lift you up wherever you are. I'm very privileged as a minister in that I I work with three ladies who serve as pastoral visitors for me. That's their job. And their job is to visit the sick, the housebound, those people who are in care homes. And I know that while I have professional pastoral visitors. Most churches have members of the church that do the pastoral visiting. They just keep an eye on each other. And so our prayer today and our walking Way prayer book is for all those pastoral workers, whether they are professional or whether they are just volunteers at church who go and visit the sick and the housebound and those who are in hospital, who become the hands and feet of Christ and build relationships. And specifically today, I want to pray for Sharon and Sue and Claire, who are my professional pastoral workers, but also for the the many, many volunteers that I have across my churches. And I could probably count 25 people that I want to pray for today. So think about those people in your own churches who faithfully, week after week, make phone calls, visit, drop cards, take flowers. To those people who are members of our congregation that we may not see because they're unwell or they're housebound. And we're praying for the gift of friendship. Let's pray. Loving God, you have blessed us with the gift of friendship. The bonding of persons in a circle of love. And so we thank you, Lord, for such a blessing. For friends who love us, who share our sorrows, who laugh with us in celebration who bear our pain, who need us as we need them, who weep as we weep, who hold us when words fail, and who give us the freedom to be ourselves. So, Father, bless our friends with health, wholeness, life, and love. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. you'd like to support walking the way and we really would appreciate it if you would links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well for more information head to rayborrett.co.uk or you can find me on twitter facebook and instagram don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and spotify my name is ray and so until next time i'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way